This is the audio podcast. It's the 28th of April 2015, and this is show 150 Hertz Head Higher. Hello, I am Samuel Freeman. That is Scott Hewitt. This is show 150 of the audio podcast. 150 Yay. shows, Scott. Amazing. Uh, it's just the two of us today, as it was in show number one um, back in the day, um, which was 2011, in fact, that was. But we'll talk about that later, maybe. Apart from that, we'll do regular stuff, which is some news, some feature, and some plunder towards the end. Um, yep, so if you want to click along and see what we're talking about, you can go to theaudiopodcast.co.uk slash show slash 150. And that's where the show notes are. Let's get into it then, Scott. In, indeed they are. So first of all, Propellerheads um, are offering discounts on some of the recent outboard rig bundles at the moment. Um, they are running for, I don't know when they expired data, so she didn't spot that there. But the recent outboard rig includes things like Fordyne, the Black Knight 5 band equalizer, uh, Decan bus comp, Scylla Gain, and the Ozone Maximizer are all included inside it. That's a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. mm. I thought that was pretty cool. So it's a 73% discount at the moment is what they're running on it. Though at the top of the page it says six great mixing tools at 65% off. So I think there's a an exchange rate mechanism discount adjustment occurring there. <laughs> Perhaps. In any case, they're advertising it as current price $199. So yeah. hmm. go. Um well that's, that's all very well, but you know, we want to do some mixing with some um, robot sounds. Is that is that something that's possible? And so, so uh, Blue Zone Corporation have released the Skynet prototype military robot sound effects. Uh, yet another of the required elements for Judgment Day to become nearer has occurred, uh, but they are available for you to, um, you know, to, to purchase and play with right now. If I didn't listen to these. Actually, I loaded the page and it, um, the player came up as it's a flash player and that's currently, I have to click to activate such a thing. I decided not to. It's pretty. Uh, it's, it's pretty solid. Really. I mean, it's quite. It's exactly what you'd expect it to be. The only thing it's really missing is uh, awesome one-linerage. <laughs> Fair enough. I always expect robots these days to um to have Gladys voices, like like the computer game. But anyway, um, yeah. Anyway, anyway, this this is not the robot podcast. So it totally could be, um, in a different incarnation. Let's talk about audio things such as Pro Tools. Yes, yeah, so um, at, at Music Massa, um, Avid demonstrated Pro Tools Control. Uh, and Pro Tools Control is a free, is an iPad app, um, which will allow you to control and mix your Pro Tools session from your iPad um, as a remote. So this is, it's not like you can now mix wandering around anywhere. This is a remote control system to your already set up mixing system as well which is pretty cool well is it pretty cool i, I guess it i think it is it, i suppose it? it's it is cool that it's there but it's also kind of you know standard practice these days for daws yes. to offer such things so in one form or another hmm yeah yeah no like it i think it could be I'm just looking at their blurb and that it says create better mixes faster. I mean, create mixes faster, maybe, but is this going to make the mixes better? I don't know. Maybe. Mm. I, yeah, it's like, is it cool? I don't know if it's cool. I don't know. I have to wonder. 
do you, do you wake up at night thinking, oh, if only I could mix my session on on an iPad, everything would be fine? <coughs> I suspect not. No. Um, I do. Whenever I am using controllers and things, having more of it would always be welcome. I can always find uses for extra sliders and things in a mixing context. You know, it's, it's, it's the same with cables or, or anything. You know, if you just had some more, I mean, working for your limits is fun and good, and it's mm. forces you to create think, create thinkively, think creatively. Um, so, you know, as an expansion to other things, I'm sure it's good. Yeah, something well, I've been reading, look, reading the specification, looking at it, and something that I think is really quite cool, actually. And um, we were actually just—it's kind of related to we were, um, prior to starting the recording, we were discussing markdown editors on on iOS, and um, and it's something here they've done here, which is that they are they have um, soft keys built into built into the built into control, so you'll be able to trigger macros that do multiple things from a single soft key press, and I think that's the kind of functionality that is actually really cool on this kind of system on, on this sort of system That's yes it. yeah then um, you can and it does like that i always yeah i like that i like that a lot on the other hand with it being a touchscreen thing it's not you can't kind of hover your finger over it and press you know if you can't look at one thing and feel with your finger where the button is and then press mm. press when you want i'm just thinking about actual workflow in a say recording situation but yeah that's just that's just the thing with touch screen stuff all together isn't it you yeah can, you know by the time you touched it it's too late it's happened well, do you not find that my concern is do you not think that you get to this point where you're missing the accuracy of what you're wanting you you miss the accuracy of what you want of what you want to put into the system with these kind of things because i was i, I was using a I was using an iPad kind of mixing app to control another environment, um, you know, like a remote thing that somebody built as a custom tool. And then um, it was kind of fun and impressive being able to be anywhere in the room and do it. But then eventually it got to the point where I just wanted to go to the hardware control surface and do it properly. And because, you know, what I mean, I wanted like some, you know, some kind of like subtle, finite changes to, you know, like, you know, little bits of detail. I just wanted to change in the mix. And, I tried doing it with the iOS thing and it just wasn't, it didn't have the sensitivity enough from, you know. Yep. You end up trying to, trying to use the interface rather than trying to do the thing you're trying to achieve. The interface should yep. be transparent. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm. Anyway. But, anyway, everybody loves iPads and we all love things without wires and, you know, I mean, I, I think if, if you're trying to, if you're trying to sell a door and you don't have a, you know, an iPad remote control thing, then you're, you're no. You're, you're just not doing it right, basically. Yep. I think that <laughs> yeah, there may be cries of about it's about time from from yes. avid, avid users. But... Avid, avid users. I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. On the How about more interface things? More what interfaces? Indeed, yes. So, and touchy-feely interfaces, no less. Ooh. Um, <laughs> um, Rolly, known for their seaboard grand um who we've mentioned multiple times have unveiled their equator sound engine now there was mention of this being something that would come in the future in the past and now it is the future and it was announced a short time ago about a week ago it could have been in the news last week but it was actually released yesterday 
what is it? What we're talking about? They describe it as the world's first cross-platform, multi-dimensional sound engine. Ooh. Yeah. That thing came from a multi-dimensional sound engines there. I love the I love the promotion photo, which is the back of a rectangle. Oh no, which is the back of I guess the seaboard, isn't it? With um, three cables sticking out of it. That's just like amazingly underdone. I like it a lot. Yep. <laughs> so this is um in the background. So I mean, but this is it's kind of yeah, it's software. We haven't, yeah, there's no actual. So this is software that runs either as firmware on the Rolly hardware. So that's the Seaboard. The Seaboard, yeah. remember, is a keyboard-like interface, but where it's all soft and you've got, you can have pitch bend per note. So yeah, polyphonic pitch bending, which is something that MIDI just cannot handle. Um, yeah. But it's not alone in this kind of sphere. There are other instruments that have multi touch multi-dimensional parameters so multiple parameters per key press per finger press so things like the harken continuum the eigenharp the sound plane and the instruments have been listed on this blog that we've linked to and these all have this parameter this property of being able to send data per press so you put your finger down and there's a message sent probably probably by osc that says fingers being pressed at this point maybe with a velocity but then after that you've got continuous control of say pressure or bend from that and that's per finger all the time which is you know cool and there's a whole bunch of stuff able to do that you can program a arduinos to do this kind of thing and it's that's you know where the technology's got to um but the sound engines that these things have been plugged into are just are currently not really expecting this there's not that much around you know you know, beyond your own personal bespoke stuff, which can accept such rich data. And so this equator, as it is called, by Roly will enable that. And it will run as a standalone application on OS X, or it will run as the firmware um, in the grand, and it will run as a plugin for DAW as well. That's cool. So I gather it's a, it said at the bottom of the post there that it is a free update. It will be included in all new and is a free update for all current Seaboard Grand U owners and users. So that's kind of cool as well. That it's a, I like it. Yep. So like it's available since yesterday and the firmware um, will be out soon. Yeah. Yep. We should, we should get, I, I'm going to, I'm going to see if we can get the Rolly guys on because. You know, they have Juice as well, the um, C++ framework as well. So, you know, I know Indeed. that. That's kind of what's enabled this. That's yeah. When, yeah, that's what Equator's been built upon. So they seem like ideal ideal people for us to invite to come into the audio podcast, really. I think they'd be great. Yeah. We should. I, I will do that. There you go. I've made that, I've made that decision in my mind. <laughs> I will invite them. I will, I will send them an invitation to see how they do. So... It's it's nice we had a little Skynet thing there and you were talking multi-dimensional, which momentarily I was completely distracted by the uh, kind of Terminator trilogy storyline storylines. But um combining all these things together does prompt us today. It's um the audio podcast is arguably the most self-referential and reflective organization ever made. Um it must be the academics amongst us who prompt us to happen. Um, so, as it's show 150, it seems only appropriate that we cast our minds back to show one 
the it, in the past that has been. Now, I the fifteenth of February, twenty eleven. This was. I listened to it this morning. I did. And I listened to it as well. And I, if you haven't, so first of all, if you have, if you haven't listened to the audio podcast from the beginning, which um, I know from our stats is statistically very likely, because there we have had, you know, there are a lot more people who listen to us now than there was then. So there you go. So if you haven't, you should go back. Um, I wonder what um, I wonder what Sam's thoughts are. Like, for, first of all, for, the first of all, the thing that I thought was really interesting is you can. Um, you can tell it was the first time we did it because we recorded the audio separately and then combined it together in a door later on at massive labor effort. And um, I think we only did that once more after that time. <laughs> so yeah. it sounds much better. <laughs> I just, well, I said that's why, yeah, show one worked out quite well. I think some of those early shows, I, I, I wouldn't want to listen back to you if, yeah. And then we even have like, and we have not watched, not just one feature, but two features, which I was very impressed by. No, I thought, and we called the mains at the time. I love that. We called the mains. I oh, know, not in show one, actually. I'd, in the early shows, we did call them mains. We had news mains and yeah. in show number one, they were described as features. Oh, were they? Oh, that's very cool. I was listening out for it, you see. Oh, that's very good. So, um... This so we, we, we talked about web audio, didn't we? We, we talked about the, the emergence of web audio. And I remarked that most people, 99% of the time, all anybody needed was HTML4, which, um, you know, HTML5 is much nicer to work with, but I still stick to. That was kind of cool. And you were, you were talking about learning some processing, which is nice. Yep. And at the time, there was the two audio APIs, and which yeah. has since the Firefox one has been dropped, which, you know, we talked about these things along the way. These are, it's kind of set the, the, the web audio thing has popped up all the way through. And mm -hmm. um, it was a few shows ago that mentioned about it becoming a, a proper recommendation now yeah. from the W3C. And then we also talked, um, I, I talked about uh, using uh, headphone amplifiers in drum mic placement setups as well, which was... Uh, and I don't know, like it dawned it on me as we were sat there, I was like, you know, we, we could do a lot more kind of how-to tips and technique, but we just don't tend to. But we probably could do it, actually. Maybe people enjoy that stuff, but I don't know. I yeah, don't know. Maybe. I was going to, I wanted to ask you if you, um, if you've used that sort of technique much since then. You were really excited about it at the time, um, seemingly. But is it something that has continued, you know, have you repeated that type of session of having people... <laughs> Yeah, I do. I've done it quite a lot. I'm saying I've, I've even gone as far actually where if I've been working in a, if I've been in a studio for a couple of days, I've even gone as far now as I put, um, I put a headphone amp in the live room and then have its own dedicated return always connected. So Rob, you can, you can get them, get them. You can basically, there's an XR cable in the room, which is marked as headphones only, headphone amp only. <clears throat> And it goes into the desk preamps, and then comes back out onto the headphone onto the headphone amp. So if you're wanting to do placement for anything, you can quickly plug that cable into the microphone. It comes straight through to the headphones, and then you can use it for placement. And then once you're done, you can swap it back to the other cable. So it's something that I use like permanently in a in a studio that in studio sessions I would use all the time. As a as as a piece of technique, if you're interested, I talk a lot of detail about it and it in, in show one because that's what we're talking about. Subscribers. But basically, what, what we're talking about here is the idea that you can, um, if you put a pair of headphones on when you're doing microphone placement, you can actually just place you you can 
you can get a much quicker placement of using a microphone for drum sounds and guitar kind of tonalities and stuff like that when you listen back on headphones rather than be following directions because it came from that classic moment where i was i was working with a group of students and observing some you know observing them for to see you know to, to make kind of suggestion on their technique and there was this great moment where in the where, where there was somebody directing somebody else via a pair of headphones and i was just like if if they could just hear what what they you're hearing that would probably be as quick and I mean, move it till it sounds better yeah well, actually, you know what i mean it's like you know, that's, that's that's the basic part to it as well now we also talked about um i thought oh that was cool we also talked about um harrison mix bus on our door Yep, that's, which was in the news last week also, perhaps? Yeah, which is in the news last week. And what was the last... Uh, and Tractor 2, how about that? Yep, I, 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 yeah, I know it's I intended to look up what, what the Tractor State is, but there has been Native Instrument DJ-related stuff quite recently. Maybe try to look. Yeah. Anyway, stuff. Yep, um, so, on the headphone thing, is the, uh, having the eyes closed as well, is when you do a microphone placement, if you're using, if you've got the microphone that you're holding going into headphones and you're trying to place it, especially with guitar amps, I find that I've got like this idea in my mind of where it should be, what it should look like. But if I close your eyes and then, yeah, and then move it around and, um, yeah, you then you're only, then you're actually listening to what it sounds like rather than, yeah, you know, judgment based on what you think it should look like. No, no that's that's definitely cool. From a from from a more audio podcast reflective oddity kind of point of view, um, th things that I thought were kind of fun though uh, was cool was that you were committed to doing ten shows, Sam. I like that. I'm pretty sure we would have that would have been a joint effort off off air, but yeah. <laughs> oh no! In, on the show we took on the show oh, we yeah. said it's going to be ten. Oh, I think. Oh yeah, I'm. Well, yeah. yeah. So I thought that was nice, and we did. You know, let's <laughs> and we did. We did 10 in a row and took a couple of weeks off, didn't we? And then decided to return and things like that. It has the intro music as well. It has intro and outro music. How about that? We haven't... Yeah. yeah. I still can't decide how I feel about intro and outro music. I think we've had this discussion. If if, if uh, the audio podcast uh, ever-present, never-actually-anything-done top-secret Project X was ever to be completed, then the intro and outro music would actually appear as an optional extra. <coughs> but that's but, yeah, there you go. That's cryptic. It's super cryptic, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> super cryptic. It's funny. I mean, you know, the intro and outro music is cool, isn't it? But <clears throat> you don't always want to listen to it, I don't think. And you know, do people really want fifteen seconds of random music? If they were listening to it, you know, don't you just want to go straight into the show? I think you probably do. I don't know. I'm not. Well, we could never decide, could we? And then they, and and then we took the classic approach that it's less effort to not do it, so therefore we don't. And at the time, we joked that you could hum it to yourself. Though I suspect a lot of our listenership has never heard the in, never heard any intro music, so they probably don't hum it to themselves. Oh, Scott. I've run out of patience for this. Show 150, that's great. That was show one. I think that that's enough of that. <laughs> Excellent. Plunder. Plunder. To the plunder. To the plunder. Alright, <laughs> right. I'll start us off here. I think all of them... Oh, no, not all of them are mine, but I think one of them is Adam, who is at part... Adam is not with us. He's away for a couple of weeks. It's really sad. Um, but he'll be back. The first one, though, is uh, Plunder. I think it's cool. It's kind of tenuous, though. But um, I became aware of an Irish TV show called Other Voices. So if you're in the UK, think Jules Holland. Um, there you go. 
is what it's um, But it's a TV show with various performances over many years, and they're all available to listen to. They're all available to watch for free online, which is cool. Bye. So I, I was like, this is ace. I've just I've been spending a couple of days just sitting there and watching all sorts of stuff. And it stretches, you know, it, it goes, you know, back back a decade. It has a lot of the earlier stuff and it, well, it has quite an Irish focus at time and it has a lot of singer songwriter kind of feel to it as well. So it's it's got it's definitely got a genre that it's, you know, primarily focused in, but it does do lots of stuff further further afield from that as well. So it's kind of cool. I liked it a lot. That was nice. And while you were watching other voices you could, if you want, enjoy reading a, a enjoy reading a free book. Um, this is a, something called Bang Pure Data, which is a which is based on the proceedings of the International PD Convention in two thousand and four, and it's a free PDF, and it's been available for ages. It's always been as a it's always been a free PDF. It's not like you know it's been there for ages um, as a, as a as a copyright left kind of product. But um, I, I happened to chance across it this week in relation to something else, and I was like, hey. This is a cool thing to read. It's a, it's, you know, it, it has a lot of kind of technique and explanation as to why things are the way they are inside PD, but also now as a historically reflective document, it's quite interesting as well. So, you know, this is what PD was like in 2004. That's kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. You went straight into that. I was, I was going to speak about that, but that's fine. Now I'm going to have to speak as I look about what this fact mag article is which is about different hardware samplers oh it's definitely an adam thing but it is indeed, so yes. the samplers the samplers that shaped modern music yeah that's that's another theme on the audio podcast we do like historically stuff don't we i, I, I certainly do um seems got quite a lot i think that everybody should go read this it's a seven page article i've not read it i don't know what it says but it talks about different hardwares from mellotron and onwards yeah, so the Emu Systems SP12 gets it gets a mention in there as as one of the first ones, and then it kind of it talks about people you know who used them and with what tracks. Uh, Casio SK1 and FZ1 keyboards. Sam, I seem to whenever I think of those, I seem to think of you. But do you have an yep. SK? Yeah, I've got so yeah, so there you go. Yeah. So that that makes a mention there for you there as a um, you know kind of like that as well. And then we get into the you know the Akai uh, MPC series as well, 1988 onwards. So. It's cool. I like it a lot. I thought it was nice. It's a cool find by Adam. I was, uh, yeah, I was very glad to see it. I was like, yeah, that's a cool piece, Adam. I like it a lot. Here we go. <laughs> so uh, Adam is away. Um, next week is a bank holiday, isn't it? Bank holiday Monday next week. The Monday will be, yes. Yeah, so. Monday is a bank holiday. So in the fine tradition of taking any time off we can for holiday, um, that I, I think that means we're having a holiday, does it not? Apparently, even though ironically it means that I'll have, I would actually have time to prepare for the show next week more than usual. But never mind. Does that mean we should have a show next week then? No, I think we should. I think there's plenty of stuff I could do with that extra time as well. Excellent stuff. In which case, we will have a the audio podcast will be on holiday, so we will return in a fortnight. There we go. Perhaps, Perhaps. maybe, Probably. possibly. <laughs> we are Probably. we are the podcast of broken promises. That is definitely. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll commit to being back in May 2015. May 2015, I like that. Okay, we will return sometime in May 2015. I like it a lot. All right, so that was episode 150 of the audio podcast, Hertz Head Higher. If you want to find the show notes, they're at... You do it best on the show notes, where are they? The audiopodcast.co.uk slash show slash 150. 
I like that a lot. If you want to get in contact with us, you can find you can find details online where you could do email, Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus, YouTube. There's a million ways. And if you want to subscribe, then you can find the subscribe details to us as well on YouTube, iTunes, Gpodder, Stitcher, and very and any other places that good podcasting is found. Well that I don't know. <laughs> Excellent stuff. I've been Scott here. It's been a blast. I'm Samuel Freeman. Till the next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.